Hello and welcome to the CER podcast. My name is Sophia Best. I'm a research fellow here at the Center for European Reform and I'm here today with John Springford, a senior research fellow here at the CER. Thank you very much, Sophia. The, the senior is obviously very important. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not be too humble. Um, John, you think that Britain's Eurosceptic regions have most to lose from a Brexit. And that's a pretty surprising statement in the campaign that we're in right now, because it goes against a sort of widely accepted wisdom that it is London-based elites who benefit most from the EU and the regions that lose out. How do you think that this assumption came into being in the first place? Well, I mean, it's quite, it, it seems intuitive, doesn't it, that, you know, London, a, a big city with, you know, a huge financial centre in it, big and cosmopolitan with um, lots and lots of migrants. So London's going to be the place that benefits benefits the most. Right. Um, so there's that basic intuitive level about it. The second thing, though, is that the Leave campaign, I think, has deliberately exploited that intuition. How so? Um, well, they've been trying to portray... The leaders of the Remain camp, you know, people like David Cameron and George Osborne, who, you know, were born with a silver spoon in their mouth, right. let's be frank. They've been portraying them as, you know, uh, metropolitan elitists who don't really understand how the rest of the country has been suffering since the 2008 crash. Okay. Um, and that the, you know, the, the EU as a whole really just benefits really big corporations and, you know, basically David Cameron and George Osborne's chums. Um, so I think it's both the intuition and deliberate exploitation of that intuition by the Leave camp. Okay, so we're in the situation now where it's generally thought that regions don't benefit from the EU economically. And you say that that's wrong. Yeah, or rather that um, regions outside London are more economically integrated with the EU than London and the South East, which is completely against, against intuition. This is based on some research which I and some researchers at the University of Groningen in, in the Netherlands have done, Philip McCann, Bartlos and Mark Tyson. And they have some pretty amazing regional data for all of the, the EU. It, it basically tells whether a particular region exports a lot to the European Union than to the rest of the world. And with their data, it turns out that London and the Southeast economies are less integrated with the EU okay. than, than regions outside London. When you say less integrated, what do you mean? Well, so integration here means that um, you sell more exports to the European Union than you sell to the rest of the world. Okay. And also that domestic companies who don't involve, who aren't involved in exporting, yeah, that they supply goods and services to companies in that region that do export. Oh, okay. So, yeah. it, so it goes all the way down, not just to exports, but to much further into the economy, and it does it covers all of the economic sectors you know, uh, manufacturing services, agriculture. And when you look at that data, it turns out that some rural counties like Dorset, where I'm from, which is in the southwest of, uh, of England, they are relatively more integrated with the European Union than London is. And this is also true of a lot of industrial and post-industrial uh, counties in the north of England, like Lancashire okay. and bits of, of West Yorkshire. So let's talk about London a little bit. If you say that it's less integrated with the EU, what do you mean? Basically that London obviously exports a lot. Less of the output that London's economy creates is sold to the EU than to the rest of the world. And why um, is that? Well, the reason for that is that London is a, is a largely services-based economy. Mm. 
Um, and unlike goods, um, the services sector in Britain is, is more global. It's not so tied into the European economy. The other reason is that London is a very big and diverse economy. So if there's a, a big factory, say, in London, which right. generally sells most of, most of its stuff to the EU, then it's going to make up a much smaller proportion of output than, say, the Nissan car factory in okay. Sunderland, which yeah. is a huge part of the, the northeast economy. And, um, and then the final reason why um, London is slightly less integrated into the EU is because it responds to um, economic shocks much more quickly because it's a very diverse place. Mm. So if a particular sector of London goes down the tubes, then another one can rise in its place. And, you know, since the Eurozone crisis has meant that demand in the EU has been quite weak, um, then London has been shifting away towards sources of demand outside Europe um, in okay. a way that some regions can't do so We're quickly. We're not able to, yeah. to adapt so quickly. Okay, yeah. so if it's not economic interest, how do you explain the year scepticism in some of the UK's regions? There's a couple of indicators that keep coming up. So wealth, uh, education, age, what do you mm. think it is? Yeah, I mean, just just briefly on the on the data here. I mean, we we just did a um, a slightly nerdy scatter plot, <laughs> but um, the correlation is actually reasonably strong between how eurosceptic a region is, as measured by opinion surveys, which mm -hmm. break down by regional level, and then how integrated that region is with the EU. So, okay. more closely integrated regions tend to be more eurosceptic, um, which is counterintuitive. Which is counterintuitive. The I tried to have a have a look at some other data about this. It turns out that um, the age, the average age of a region doesn't really have a very strong correlation with whether it's Eurosceptic or not. Okay. Generally, we think that older people tend to be more Eurosceptic, yeah. but it doesn't really seem to work like that on, the, on a regional level. This is also true of education levels. And generally, people who have degrees tend to be more pro-EU. But that, if we break that down by region, regional level, it doesn't really quite work either. The really strong correlation is between whether a region is uh, has a lot of people who are hostile to immigration or not, right. and whether they are Eurosceptic. So it turns out that uh, Eurosceptic regions um, tend to be more hostile to immigration, despite the fact that their economies are more closely integrated into the European Union, and so therefore they have more to lose from a Brexit. And how do you explain that? I mean, it's very tricky to explain. One thing that immigration researchers have really noted is that hostility to immigration seems to be strongest in regions which have fewer immigrants. So London and the South East, yeah. obviously loads and loads of immigrants, but tend to be relatively fine about it. Um, and one possible explanation is that there's been some change, that we should be looking at change rather than the amount of immigrants. So there's been a fair amount of change in a lot of these regions where they've been seeing more immigrants, mm. not necessarily a huge amount. Not an absolute number. Not an absolute yeah. number. So that change is what's driving their Euroscepticism. But ultimately, I think if we, if we think about the decision that a, a voter in a particular region and one of these more Eurosceptic regions is having to take, if they aren't actually receiving that many immigrants themselves, and they think if we vote to leave the EU, then we can cut immigration, then they will essentially be cutting immigration to other regions more than to their own, you know, places like London and the South East. But by voting to leave the EU, they are putting their own regional economy at a fair amount of risk. So we're ending up in a slightly perverse situation where a lot of Eurosceptic regions who have most to lose from Brexit um, economically speaking, because they're hostile to immigration, might, by voting for Brexit, uh, end up 
damaging their own economies and reducing immigration to London and South East, not to their own region. Thanks a lot, John.